Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Well, today we're everything Oilers and a little bit more. We just carried the press conference with Tom Richards, the chair of the board of the Edmonton Elks on the uh, mutual parting of the ways with Victor Kui, the team's uh, CEO. Of course, the Oilers announced a couple of weeks ago that uh, Jeff Jackson, Connor McDavid's uh, agent, uh, former NHL player, lawyer, uh, assistant GM in Toronto Maple Leafs before representing Aaron Ekblad and Connor's number one picks in back-to-back years, um, would be uh, taking over their organization as chairman of uh, or the CEO of uh, hockey operations. Uh, so today we're hockey, we're football, and momentarily we're going to be a little bit of lacrosse. This is Oilers Now. It is presented by our title sponsor, World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. You can keep texting us, and a lot of you have some opinions on what you heard from Tom Richards on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino excitement bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Book your celebration for the census today at jvedmonton.ca. As we go to our headliner today, he is the co-chairman of the upcoming Minto Cup Organizing Committee. He is the GM of the Edmonton Miners. He is generally regarded as the best lacrosse player the city of Edmonton has ever produced. We welcome to the show Jamie Bowen. Hello, Jamie. How are you doing? Well, hello, Bob. I, I certainly let everyone know I didn't write that uh, that intro. Yeah, well, uh, it's it's true. You are generally considered the best lacrosse player the city's ever uh, uh, played. So here's the deal. I mean, and full disclosure, we have a little bit of a, a personal connection because uh, my wife's father, uh, who's long since passed, Tom McCaskill, started uh, the Gold Bar Miners uh, with Matt Gallagher, who is uh, was the grandfather of Brendan Gallagher, Ian Gallagher's dad. And you were one of their preeminent players that rose up and ended up playing down in the States. Uh, so I've got a little bit of the lacrosse feel in it. I got to tell you, 
when I played for the South Side, the hardest nosed guys were all across players. Uh, so I've got an appreciation for the sport. And I also know the history of the Minto Cup. So maybe help educate our listeners, first of all, just on what the Minto Cup is and how unique of an event this is for Edmonton to be hosting, Jamie. For sure, sure. Thanks, Bob. Uh, so yeah, the the Mento Cup uh, it's actually been been going for for over a hundred years. It started in 1901, uh, back back long ago, and um, it it it's been based on uh, the four kind of the, there's three associations within Canada at the junior A level, and um, every year it's it's very much like the Memorial Cup. So it's it's the BC uh, Association, the Ontario, and then just in the last about 15 years, the Rocky Mountain, which kind of is the Prairie's uh, lacrosse organization. So each of those junior A's have their regular season and playoffs. And then uh, depending on who hosts, uh, the host gets two teams. This year we happen to be the host and the uh, provincial champion. So it goes to the uh, the team that was in the semis, which this year was the uh, Calgary Mountaineers. And then the uh, BCJHL uh, representative is the Coquitlam Adnax, which I'm sure most people have kind of heard them on the new West Salmon Bellies from out west. Yep. And out east, <clears throat> for the first time ever, is the Burlington Blaze, who uh, kind of a unique story there, Bob. They they played uh, against the Orangeville Northmen, who went the entire regular season undefeated, all the playoffs undefeated, until the final series against uh, Burlington and their only four losses of the year were the ones that uh, put Burlington through and, and them staying home. Uh, Jamie Bowen joining us. He's the GM of the Edmonton Miners and the co-chair of the Minto Cup Organizing Committee. Last year, I was watching the games on the computer. Joe Bowen was, or a couple years ago, Joe Bowen was doing play-by-play, the Maple Leafs uh, play-by-play voice. He loves lacrosse as well. Uh, this Now, is it fair to say, historically speaking, the Ontario uh, junior teams have, have had a lot of success in this tournament? Yes. Of the of the 75 times they've been presented, I think they're over 50. So, you know, not until recently, Burnaby won a few, or Victoria and Coquitlam have won a few. Alberta's never hoisted the uh, the Minto Cup. So we've hosted it a few times, but we've never hoisted it and actually won it. So last year we were close, as you mentioned. We were in Brampton and uh, with my not-related uh, announcer there, Joe, uh, as he says, he's the uh, good-looking Bowen. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we uh, came one goal short, and this year we hope to... Uh, Go better, one goal better, and and uh, hoist the championship. Jamie, a couple questions for you. Uh, we've seen an evolution in hockey. Greater emphasis on skill, maybe a little less in physicality. Again, when I uh, moved into Edmonton uh, in the uh, early 1980s, uh, I remember having this conversation with Kai Gadowski, who's the head coach now at Penn State. Guy was a skill guy, and yeah. I was a bigger kid who really wasn't inherently tough. And because I didn't have it, I hadn't grown, you know, I didn't have older brothers. We moved around a bit. I didn't play a sport like like the kids that played lacrosse in Southeast Edmonton that played for the South Side or for the KSCs. A lot of those kids were the hardest, nosed, toughest kids. And I'm just wondering, just as hockey has gravitated to more skill, lacrosse is a skill game. You got to have a lot of skill to play it. But is there less reliance on the, the physicality and toughness or does it still exist in your sport? I think like everything, it, it's always going to exist, Bob. I mean, you know, it, it is a certain attribute that, uh, you know, toughness and, and no fear, I guess, gets you a lot of places in, in the sports world. And, and 
lacrosse is no different, but a lot more kids now are, I think, you know, with the cost of hockey are going to full-time lacrosse and, and we're seeing a lot more skilled, you know, uh, skilled players coming in. Um, you know, no doubt the hockey guys are, are great athletes or hockey players, I guess. There's, the, you know, we obviously have female and, and male lacrosse now. Um, so there's a, there's a high emphasis on skill. A lot of it's hand-eye. You know, I'm, I'm catching the ball is, is very similar to, I guess, hitting a baseball in, in, in baseball. It's it's tough. It's it's a lot of coordination. Plus, you know, I guess you add the added element of someone trying to hit you. So uh, there's there's a lot of skill. A lot of athleticism, but uh, what I love about lacrosse is that there's no gliding. You know, like the hockey, you can kind of glide to things. So I love going to the rink and seeing younger kids there because they're always sweating. They're always, you know, the helmets come off and they're drenched. And whether they, they get the skill of, of, you know, I mean, it comes with time and, and uh, planning and preparing, or preparing, sorry. Um, you know, a lot of wall ball, a lot of individual stuff, but uh, the emphasis on skill is is uh, it's getting greater and greater. And I mean, a lot of our kids are going away on the cross scholarships, which again, 15 years ago, we might have had one or two a year. Well, you were now one of them, aren't you? I was, yeah. I was one of the first to kind of go away along with, you know, and then Blaine Mannings and, you know, of course, Jimmy Quinlan that's from our city and, and John Lentz has won four, four world championships. So, Alberta and Edmonton is really creating and, and uh, fostering a lot of great, great players coming out of the area. And like you said, it just kind of comes with, with putting more attention to the, to the skill. A lot of guys getting personal trainers and really taking it seriously where I think before it was just an offset of, you know, what do I got to do before hockey season starts? Jamie Bowen joining us. He's GM of the Edmonton Miners. He's the co-chair of the Minto Cup Organizing Committee. We'll get to the dates and how you can buy tickets to support the event and that sort of thing. Where did you end up playing uh, down in the States, Jamie? Well, after, as you mentioned, Tom McCaskill got a bunch of us in our gold bar area that we all grew up. Uh, I just played in Edmonton and, and then um, went away to California, which was great. It was a school called Sonoma State. Um, you know, since then, the school when I was there was about 2,000 kids, and now I think it's over 12,000. Um, my, my son's gone away to North Carolina. A lot of the kids we've had run through programs such as Apex and and. Other field programs in the city have, have done a great job sending these kids away. And, uh, you know, if you look at probably all the rosters, Bob, this week at the Minto Cup, I would bet you 95% of them are at U.S. institutions playing field across. So yeah, yeah. there's a lot of crossover, yeah. Yeah, well, there's some... And I, I remember one of the last games I saw the Edmonton Rush play, uh, there was a guy from... I think his name was Snyder from Calgary. <laughs> you know already what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. And he just, like, it was... it was Like, I hey, I have George LaRock on the show, Louis DeBrusque on the show, as you know. We had Brent Myers and... I got no problem with two consenting men squaring off and dropping the gloves and settling it, right? But it was a knockout. I forget the name of the guy in the Edmonton Rush, but it was it was an ugly knockout. But there isn't anywhere near... Is, is it like hockey? Like, you know, we got George coming on tomorrow. He wants to talk about the fact that the Quebec League's eliminated. There's, there's nowhere near the amounts of fights now maybe than there was 35, 40 years ago. Was, is there, Jamie? No. This year, Bob, we didn't have... There wasn't one fight in our game in the Junior A, you know, against the Miners and, and playing the three teams in our league. Uh, I was standing right beside Walshy there when Jeff Snyder pounded him in, in Edmonton. And so I do know what that, that looked like uh, up, up close and personal. But no, the fighting's kind of left. I think it's it's just gone the way of, of obviously health and concussions. And, uh, yeah. you know, there's a, re- there's a room for toughness, but uh, the fighting just doesn't kind of... 
So, 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 Jamie, it's a skill game. Uh, you're representing uh, the province of Alberta in the upcoming Minnow Cup. Uh, you've explained who the other teams are. When does the event run from? So the event, Bob, starts at uh, this Sunday, August 20th, and runs for the entire week till the 27th. All games will be played at Bill Hunter. And like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's um, exactly the same format as the Memorial Cup. So the first three days of round robin, and then after that, on the Wednesday, uh, August 23rd is the uh, crossover 2-3 with uh, the round robin, I guess, leader going right to the finals. Yeah. Uh, Thursday's day off, and then Friday is the best of three, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, if necessary, of the semifinal winner and the final. Okay. Uh, how do people get tickets? Do they, can you buy a tournament pass? Is there individual game tickets? How does all that work? So, yeah, both both are available. I suggest the tournament pass. It's, it's a much better deal. Uh, they can go online, and the schedule's on uh, at mentalcup.ca. Um, all our tickets uh, are being uh, sold through ShowPass, which is a, an online provider. And then, of course, you can just get walk up and pay cash or, or debit at the, at the door. Awesome stuff, Jamie. Appreciate your time. We'll see you on Sunday. Sounds great. Thank Thanks. you so much, Bob, for your time. You bet. That is Jamie Bowen, again, uh, probably the best player the city of Edmonton's ever produced in uh, lacrosse. He's the co-chairman of the Minto Cup Organizing Committee, the GM of the Edmonton Miners. And he's our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Uh, and Trent Wilhawk would like Jamie. Uh, Jamie had skill, hard nose as well. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. I want to mention to you that uh, cars cost less in Wetaska and Brent Rich Ford and Wetaskiwin, well-known for their top-shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. You can call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and let the team at Brent Ridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. That's the number. It's your Ford Truck Authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. 144 in Edmonton. When we come back... Brendan Escott's going to rejoin us. We'll coordinate him. Uh, the Edmonton Elks having a press conference. Brendan has got inside sports uh, this week. Uh, tonight, uh, tomorrow, and Friday, uh, Dave Campbell and Morley flew to uh, Hamilton today. The CFL Commissioner, Randy Ambrosia, a former member of the Edmonton Eskimos, uh, with their great cup announcement. I think they, uh, the, the Elks might have delayed uh, the timing of uh, when they put out for their press conference to make sure that Ambrosia didn't need to comment on what was going on. Not that it's a bad thing, but the change has been made. Victor Kui is in as the... uh, or out as the president of the Edmonton Elks. There's been a lot of texts. Uh, we won't be able to get to all of them, but thank you very much for those of you that took time to text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. You're listening to Winners Now. It's 145 in Edmonton. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Oh, it's 147 in Edmonton. I've got to get to this text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, it says, hey, Bob, good for you for airing the event details of Jamie Bowen on the upcoming Minto Cup. But I've got to ask you, didn't Halsey call play-by-play of that first Minto Cup? Uh, well, that was in 1901 when the Ottawa Capitals won. And I'm telling you, I was there back in 1901. I was, no, no, I'm not sure if Brian Hall called that event. Somehow I don't think so. That might have even predated the great, uh, the legend himself, uh, Halsey. Uh, We had two Halseys in this city. And even when Taylor Hall was in the city, there were a lot of people that thought Brian was still the Halsey in the city. As we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, making his way back to, um, the building after the Edmonton Elks uh, presser with Tom Richards today is Brendan Escott, who, of course, uh, co-produces the show. He's got Inside Sports Night. Brendan, how you doing? Oh, man, what a busy morning. Yes, Tom Richards. Going to burn that one into my brain. Holy smokes. Uh, I couldn't say Mark Fioretti for about uh, an entire half a season from the Calgary Dinos. I mispronounced that. But uh, that is called a, uh, you know, that happened. So let me get, let me ask you, do you know a Tom Chambers? Did you grow up with one in Kamloops? Is that where it comes from? or? No, I think there's uh, there's somebody with the last name Chambers that I know. It's not a Tom, but clearly it's I, I've made the association here on some level. Oh, so, it's all good, again, buddy. I'll find myself with that by the time I'm on air later. I promise. Hey, Brendan, you know what? Just roll with it, man. It's live radio. You know the doctor that's sitting there saving the kid that's on. You know that's sitting there in the gurney. That's stress. What we do, come on, man. We're talking about sports. Now, a tougher day today for the Edmonton Elks to make the announcement, right? Like, it's a it's a tough day. It's not a perfect day. I mean, the team's 0-9, and they just parted ways with their uh, CEO, Victor Quee. What's your take on what happened today? Well, it was interesting because, to me, there was definitely a thickness in the air, almost a nervousness, even among the Elks staff. Like, it, it seems like there's... You know, a lot of uncertainty there and, and uh, you know, uh, I suppose now an optimism that they can truly do away with all of uh, the things that have sort of rotted this organization down to the core. Now, they wouldn't get into specifics about what had gone on uh, with Kui other than to say, I mean, everybody, I guess, that was listening heard all of um, all of the press conference. But, I, you know, it surprised me that uh, it, it they painted it as a very mutual decision or an amicable part, considering the fact that it happened at the middle of the season. If it happened at the end of the year, for me, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. my take on it happening when it did means that there was probably something a lot more pressing that you know didn't really get addressed. And you know that's just the way it goes in media. Well, and the other part to factor in here with any of these decisions involving the Edmonton Elks is the fact that they have a salary cap on management, right? I, I like I totally understand that there's a salary cap for the players, and that is collectively bargained. And we knew it was coming for. And, and frankly, Brendan, I got to tell you, as a longtime observer of the CFL, I think they need to make the quarterback separate from that. So if your organization can afford to spend a million bucks a year on a quarterback, go do it. Make it more attractive for that quarterback to play in the CFL than to play in Arena League or in the Spring League, whatever the heck they're calling the latest incarnation. Because to me, the quarterback position is a position that's not as strong as it used to be. And if you have good quarterbacks and good Canadians, as a general rule of thumb, you'll have a good product, which 
who's got the best Canadians in the league the last three or four years. There's one team that's in the Grey Cup every year. That's Winnipeg. So, yeah. so all right. So, yeah, I was. I mean, you're around it. Um, you're hosting the countdown to the kickoff show. You're down there for practice, and a lot of people right now will say, "Yeah, but what about the GM and coach?" And my, he's, it's the same guy. And I, I wonder whether or not in-season changes are harder to do when you got that hard cap on the on the coach as well. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I think that was alluded to, and they definitely doubled down on Chris Jones and said, look, we're starting to see some things on the field that, uh, like, yes, we need you to win, Chris, but we are starting to see some things on the field that are encouraging enough here. And you got to start to wonder at what point, Bob, uh, it gets to be too much change. And because they made this, it was almost an either or. Like, if you were, if you were going to go to the top of the pyramid and make a change, I mean, you've got two guys up there. And uh, and it's Chris Jones, and and then there was the the president and CEO, and ultimately, for a midseason change, for me, the CEO thing is is quite a big deal. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll see where it leads. They're going to have the interim search go on for the next couple of three weeks. That will be uh, an external candidate by the sounds of it, and then they'll they'll go from there by the end of the year, hoping to have something longer term in place. But the board just literally backed Chris Jones. So for everyone out there, you know, suggesting that his time needs to change, it won't be in the next several weeks, end of season at the earliest. Uh, I got a suggestion for a guy that has CEO experience that's worked uh, for a couple different organizations, one that he worked for a long time, about 15 years, Patrick LaForge. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a guy that's managed teams and gone through some difficult uh, scenarios and worked for two different owners, right? Like he worked for the Edmonton Investors Group for eight years, and then he worked for Daryl Cates for six. He might be a guy that you could rely upon uh, some veteran experience from. I'll, I'll just throw that name out. I'm not. I don't know where they're at uh, from a board perspective, but that might be a guy that I could contemplate. Brandon, what do you got coming tonight on Inside Sports? We are going to have a one-on-one chat with Tom Richards from the uh, the board of directors here. Uh, get a little bit more from him uh, one-on-one. Uh, I just think it's probably a better thing to lead with. So we'll do that right off the top of the show. Looking to wrangle Blake Dermott as well. Just trying to nail down a time on that one. We'll get our inside the game analyst thoughts and uh, probably uh, from Morley and Dave out in Hamilton. They just landed there uh, probably 10 minutes or so ago now. All right. Great stuff, uh, Brendan. We'll uh, be listening tonight. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Bob. You bet. It is 154 at Edmonton Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Uh, 14 Edmonton area locations, uh, one in Red Deer, five in Calgary, one in Saskatoon, one in Regina. You can uh, go online at royalpizza.ca for a menu and a list of these locations or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The star for recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Uh, This day in Oilers history for... New West Travel. Brought to you all season long by New West Travel. We'll tell you that we got our New West Travel first roadie this year is to Nashville. It's in October. It's almost sold out. We haven't even started the uh, 30-second commercial campaign for it yet. Uh, New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. Here we go. On this date, born in 1958, he's now a senior, Craig McTavish turned 65 today. He spent nine seasons with the Edmonton Oilers, won three Stanley Cups, won another Stanley Cup with the New York Rangers in 93-94. He coached the Edmonton Oilers for eight years, taking the Oilers to the 05-06 Stanley Cup. And he spent parts of uh, 
just over two seasons as general manager of the hockey club, where he drafted in 2014 Leon Dreisaitl third, and in 2013 Darnell Nurse seventh. He did remain with the Oilers organization after Pete Chiarelli came in as president and GM. Thanks to uh, Derek Scott for helping us out. Inside Sports guest host Brendan S. Scott tonight from 6 to 8. Again, LMO 101 interview with Tom Richards, the chair of the Edmonton Elks Board. Tomorrow's guests will include, for Contract Equipment Limited, George LaRock. We'll talk about the ban on fighting in the Quebec League. And from the cult of hockey, David Staples. That and more coming up tomorrow. Evan Cook's got your global news weather traffic update. Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Chelsea on Chad with Chelsea Bird from uh, 3 until 6 o'clock. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.